Good, pretty good. All right. Yeah, little, you know, missing hockey. I'm kind of starved for hockey. It's been a whole week since the uh, free agency frenzy, so it's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily on Twitter, uh, th- like the IIHF World Championships are on for inline hockey. So I've actually been watching that. They've been showing a lot of highlights, like you can stream the games. It's actually been pretty interesting. It's a heck of a lot faster than I remember playing. A few more goals, too. Oh, tons of goals. So many goals, yeah. Uh, there's some guys with some pretty good skill, but yeah, it's just obviously nowhere near the same. But, um, you know, when you're in the, the hockey abyss that is summer, um, you tend to do things like that. Um, I don't know if you knew this. This McDavid kid is pretty good at hockey. I've heard he can hockey. The Oilers development camp is being covered by Rogers, and... They're broadcasting all the games and 10,000 people are watching Connor McDavid skate around with a bunch of rookies. Yeah, I watched a bit of it. And uh, as you said, on Sportsnet, Rogers, like, nice. Because they, they had the whole thing up there. They had a link. You could watch it. Uh, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it. Uh, yeah, you can still watch it now. Later right? on the day. Yeah, they have the video up. It's like two plus hours. Uh, I don't think there's audio. For, for some reason. Um, but anyway, yeah, you can catch all, all the kids' goals there. And uh, a couple of the guys looked really good. Like Dan, uh, Darnell Nurse is a Nurse. great, 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 great skater. Yeah, he can uh, hockey. He can hockey. He was definitely um, a standout. Uh, obviously, McDavid is, but but Nurse was. And Drysaddle was pretty good, too. He had a couple of nice assists. Although he did get pickpocketed. Um, he he uh, did, yeah. On, uh, on McDavid's first goal. That was the first goal, the wraparound, yeah. Which I have a feeling is going to be sort of vintage uh, McDavid. Um, that's the first goal he's ever scored in the Oilers. Just speed. Jersey, and yeah. He just, just speed. And in, in, he's not that big of a player, but he just, he seems big. Doesn't he seem big? Maybe it's the way he skates. He's, he's upright, and he, yeah, yeah, he's, he's upright just, when he skates. He's, he's but he he's just so quick. He's, the, he's the, phenomenal. His lateral movements are off the charts. Like I haven't really seen anybody be able to to go from side to side with the puck as quickly as he can. Yeah, and and that was the thing. Like you just there's so much buzz around this kid, right? Like even before this inner squad prospects game, I think yesterday, the day before, there was a vine on Twitter where. Uh, someone affiliated with the Oilers was watching their practice and it was just this little eight, nine second vine of him, you know, kind of curling uh, out of the offensive zone, skating up the ice. And he just, as you said, his lateral movement is so fantastic. He's so, he's got blazing speed and he just blew by everybody and got the a shot on The whole game that. plan on this kid's going to be clog up the neutral ice. Do not let him go into second gear. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Forget, forget about fifth gear. Just yeah. the second gear. No, it's, the whole thing is, yeah, give him the outside of the ice, ride him in the boards, and just we hope we can contain him. He's, he's going to be that good. He is that good. He is that good. Oh. And he's out west, so it's going to be a little bit harder to watch for most people, most fans out east. 
but I'm sure we'll see quite a few highlight reels. Yeah, and that's where maybe us living in Korea is uh, somewhat of an advantage, right? Um, yeah, actually, it is an advantage. It's, it's the best game to watch for us because it's yeah, not, it's not yeah. so early in the morning. Yeah, no, it'll be sort of late morning, early afternoon for us, lunchtime. Yeah. A double header. So, it's great. What kind of impact do you think he's going to have this year? Uh, in, in terms of like franchise or team or points or what do you think? Well, of franchise all of is that? kind of obvious. He's going to have a positive impact on that franchise. He's definitely bringing them to yeah. the promised land at one point in his career, at least if he's well surrounded. But points wise, first year in the league, comparatives would be what? Would be like Crosby, Ovechkin, Malkin. Kane, Stamkos. Yeah, I, I think Tavares, probably all those maybe, guys. Right? All yeah. those guys could be comparatives, at least in terms of hoopla. There hasn't been as much to do since Crosby. Yeah, there hasn't been this much hype about anyone since Crosby. That's right. And, uh, you know, yeah, like a little bit, of course, with Stamkos, Tavares, Kane, but but not like this, you know, no. not, not this Crosby-esque level. Um, I think he's going to finish if he's healthy. I mean, I just, he's got to be healthy. I think he'll finish top 10 in scoring. Uh, I, I would, so I don't think under, it's going out on a limb to say for sure. I, I think for sure he'll finish in top 10 scoring. How about this over under 95 points, which is more than a point a game, which is more than a point a game. And then if you think of, uh, think the point, li- the points leaders now, like the point leader That's last right. year was Jamie Ben with what? 84. I think it was 84 points. So 95 points would put him, he'd be the top scorer, right? 87 points was Jamie Benn last That's year. That's right. Crosby had 84. Crosby had 84. Tavares had 80. Though. Yeah, yeah. And Tavares had uh, 86. So I would put him at about that. I, I'm going to say over under 95. I'd say under. I, I think the kid Definitely gets... Definitely a point a game, though? Yeah, yeah. I think the kid gets about like 82, 85 points. I do. Um, Which is still impressive. When you consider the uh, the points that most first overall picks have received in the past, what, 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into that a little gotten. bit. So Crosby, what was his rookie year? He had how many? What was what, 2005, 2006? Yeah, same as Ovechkin, uh, right? Ovi, right. So I think, what was it? Uh, Crosby got 102 points, and I think Ovechkin got a little bit more. Yeah. At 106. That's right. Mm-hmm. He had 106, and Ovechkin won the Calder that year. Yeah, so which yeah. Is a, which is still pretty good when you think about it. That's, that's 106 that's points, 104 points on a rookie year. What, what did, what did uh, Malkin get? Malkin, his rookie year, had 85 points, which was good so for 18 more of a scoring. Um, Stamkos, let's just, let's just kind of run through it. Yeah, yeah? Sure. These guys, uh, Stamkos had 95, okay. uh, which was good for fifth. Um, Tavares is interesting because he's another guy that had the OHL kind of, um, what is it, exceptional status. That's right. He, he was, was the, last, play. the first player to receive exceptional t- uh, status in the CHL. Oh, what, he was the first player? I think so. Oh, oh, CHL. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. right. Um, yeah, so he only had 54, uh, which was 76th that year. You know what? Uh, that's, why, that's why Tavares doesn't get the rap that he should. Because he started off so slow. Started off slow, but man, he's been good. Oh, he's, he's been, been good. great. Yeah, he's yeah. been amazing. He's been one of the best, the best players in the league. Yeah, but quietly, you're but right. He's not, it, it's yeah, sort he's, of a quiet. It took kind him of some superstar. time to develop yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think, for good or bad, sponsorship wise, definitely bad. But for himself, I mean, it ends up being great. But 
that's probably why he's not getting the accolades that a lot of the other guys are, yeah. are getting. Yeah, yeah, it could be, yeah. And uh, Kane, did we say Kane? We didn't no, get into Kane. Patrick Kane? Yeah, uh, Patrick Kane had 72 his rookie year. Uh, so still less than a second. point a game. Less than point Patrick a game. Kane's not is, is not a big point getter. But, so Stamkos got in, in the mid-90s, right? Yeah, 95, yeah. So Stamkos, Ovechkin, Malkin, and Crosby seem to be the ballpark he's, he should be hitting. And if he exceeds, if he exceeds Sydney and, or Alex, their rookie season, if he goes over 100 points, it'll be unbelievable. Yeah, especially because, you know, last year nobody hit 100 points. Jamie Benn at 87. Uh, 2013-14, Sid had 104. Uh, but he was just far and away that much better than everyone. Uh, second in scoring in 2013-14 was Getzlaff with 87. And uh, Getzlaff is is also pretty good at hockey. So um, Crosby was just that much better than everyone, um, which, you know, he tends to be, right? So, so I guess re- realistic expectations would be a point a game. I, I think a point a game, yeah. I mean, I, if he exceeds that, it'd be pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, between like 80, 85 points is what he's going to get. Um, that makes I, sense. I'd probably set the over-under at about 80. Um, makes, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, which, you know, again, I mean, that's going to put him, the last couple of years, that would put him in the top 10. Uh, I think the best thing about this kid, apart from the points, I mean, the points will be nice, but it'll be mostly nice for his own team. But I think as a fan, just watching the style of hockey that he brings to the league is going to be not only entertaining, but enjoyable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just a different style of speed. Because it's speed plus skill. It's not just the Kreider type of, of speed, go, 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 lose control, slam yourself against the boards or slam yourself against a goalie, hopefully, because you're trying to take him out. But... He, this guy is in complete control of that speed. It's insane. So it's just going to be, to, to from a fan's perspective, it should be the most entertaining player to come into the league since Ovechkin. For sure, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, just watching him, you know, at the camp, the inner squad game today, uh, I'm not a fan of the Oilers, but it's just like the hockey fan in you is just salivating, right, to watch this guy play. Uh, in, you know, a real NHL game, in an NHL season, and, you know, for the next, what, 15, 17, 20 years or whatever. Um, and he's got a great, 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 young, fast, very fast skater uh, as well in Taylor Hall, you know, yes. on his wing. So, but like, also reckless, though. Yeah, well, that's what you were getting at. Yeah, not quite in control uh, like McDavid, but um, uh, he's got players that can keep up with him. You know, he, he's not going there where the cupboards are totally bare in their top six. He's got fast players that can keep so up. so much fun. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be a hard player to hate. Do you know what I mean? Like Ovechkin, Crosby, both players that came into the league, and it was, the vote was pretty much split 50-50 on the love-hate ratio. This yeah. David Kinn is coming in, and it's going to be really hard to find that ratio at 50-50. I think it's going to be more of a 95-5% in terms of the likability of this kid yeah that's interesting because uh that's true there was sort of that that team ov team sid you know that those first few years when they had that great great rivalry going on and uh there was a time there where you didn't really know like who was the better player like you you know i mean i think you always kind of lean towards sid 
But Ovechkin, those first few years, was just so much fun to watch. Like, you would watch him, <laughs> and you just would sit back and say, I don't think anybody on the planet is having as much fun playing hockey as this guy. <laughs> um, it was that much fun. And But, you know, for their own reasons, as you said, they're, they're so, sort of polarizing. They're, they're kind of, it's easy to get your hate on for one or the other. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you're not a Caps or Penguins fan, maybe for both of them uh, from time to time. But, the, yeah, like you said, there's just nothing, like, what's wrong with McDavid? He just seems like a really good young kid that's just phenomenal at hockey so yeah. we'll see one of these snapchat conversations starts leaking to the press or something <laughs> <laughs> if he starts tweeting like his line mate taylor hall um you know oh. listen bless taylor hall but uh not the sharpest tool in the shed you know uh when you read his uh tweets <laughs> he's kidding though right you don't think he's serious right he can't uh, be serious you think he's serious if he's serious no really no he can't be serious. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's got to. He's got to be just joking around. I think he is sometimes, but but <laughs> when you, when you read him, like I don't know if he's that witty, if he's that clever, to sort of pull that off. You know what I mean? I mean, after all, he's twenty three. It's not like a guy's thirty three that's been around for a while. So, um, yeah. anyway, he's talk, he's talked a lot of smack about his own team, though. That tweet he had was fantastic. I think we mentioned that before. That's right. right? He was kidding, episode. right? I, no, no, no. That was yeah, that yeah. was good. What I'm talking about is he he kind of has. Uh, if you go and you follow him, he has things that pop up. He's got things that pop up every once in a while where you're just like, "Wow!" Like there's maybe not a lot going on up there. Is what I'm saying. Uh, no, the tweet that he had about <laughs> look McDavid. at you just jabbing him, <laughs> just jabbing him, punching him. He's not in Edmonton on an academic scholarship. Okay, is all I'm saying. Man, uh, Montreal media just got a hold. Uh, just to talk about Taylor Hall for a second. Zach Cassian just moved over to Montreal, right? Mm -hmm. And these little rumors about his time with the Windsor Pitfires, when he and Taylor Hall would would hit the bars, is just just coming out now, and it's like it's the the craziest. Good times. Oh man, good times. I, I, we're not going to talk about it here, but it's if if you're interested to find out what supposedly happened, it ain't pretty. Whatever, McDavid, good at hockey. Like yeah, I mean, to anyone listening, if if you're not watching, like go to uh, you know, go to Sportsnet.ca, and they're going to be showing this again and again. I'm sure. So watch this kid if you have a chance. Soon to be face of the NHL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Let's go. Uh, let's switch up and go to. Uh, let's move on to the UFA market. Who's left? What's left? And why are they still available? Yeah, there's quite a few guys out there still. I'm just gonna name a few a few names out for you, and you can tell me will get signed or won't get signed, and we can just talk about that. Sergey Gonchar, Thomas Fleischman, Andre Mazarov, Eric Cole, Christian Erhoff. Oh, Anybody wow. in there gonna get signed? Um, it's so sad when you're looking at this list it's dwindling down and there's still a lot of talent on this list but you're realizing there's not a lot of spots available on these teams and you're just looking at this and, and it's just guys losing their jobs like losing their livelihood and you know hopefully they've, they've saved up their, their coins and stuff but it's just like you look at a guy like Sergey Gonchar over 40 years old Whatever, he, 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 it's, it's retirement time, right? 
I think for Gonchar, it's probably time to yeah, Danny Briere to, to probably hang him up. You know, sure. Uh, you know, I mean the same for maybe Lubomir Viznovsky, Marek Zidnitsky. Uh yeah. These guys are like, you know, late thirties, thirty-eight, thirty-eight. Um, Eric Hopefully, Moore. you know, but but as you said, you know, it is kind of sad. And I don't know, maybe because we're paying attention more than we have in the past. But but I'm with you on that. It does seem like guys are, are like losing their jobs left, right and center. Or they're just, you know, they're just calling it quits. Like, you know, like St. Louis, you know, I mean, one of the best players of, of his generation, yeah. really. Because he could play next uh, year. And he, he could, could play, play somewhere. And he could probably help someone somewhere. But, sure, um, he'd, he'd, he'd give you 20 goals. He would. And I think especially if he had a young team, like what a, what just an amazing mentor. You know, talk about like guys in the room to have. Like that is, that, guy that would, gives I mean, what that a great guy's mentor. guy's a worker. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, but he's just, you know, it's tough. I mean, it's such a fast game. Like every year it's just getting faster and faster and faster. And um, that's why guys like Yarma Yager is just a freak. That guy's a freak to be doing what he's doing. Sorry, I'm getting fired up hitting the table yeah, here. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and look what he has to do just to stay in the game, right? Yeah. He, he's, he's walking around with, with weights around his ankles. <laughs> like I'm 24-7. And tucking in he, his sweaters. You know? And he's got this 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 weight this weighed down vest that he puts on everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, he probably goes out to dinner with <laughs> these things on. It's ridiculous. Oh, that's. I wonder if he shows up on dates like that. No, he yeah. can do whatever. I'm sure he, wants. he could. Yeah. That guy, um, that guy could go in with that guy could go in with cut off jean shorts, a mullet, and and a weighed down vest, and you still you still take that date. Yeah, especially South Florida. Yeah, that's the <laughs> oh, look, man. man. You know, that's, that that's evening wear. You just called it right there. Yeah, cut off jean shorts. Yaramir. Um, Eric Cole. Well, Eric Cole is is maybe done, right? Because I know um, I know a little bit about him based on you know the the, the wings got him last year. Uh, they were missing a big body there with Franzen, who still might not play. I don't know. But anyway, let, let's focus on Cole. Uh, he, he did have like a spinal injury that That's seemed right. career threatening. Um, you know, I, I don't know how much it's going to alter his lifestyle off the ice, um, his, his everyday life. But it doesn't didn't sound like at least last year last spring that he was able to uh come back and play uh it seems like yeah. a little bit of a risk so maybe he doesn't land somewhere but you got to think a guy like christian Erhoff gets picked up somewhere right i mean he's still only 32 he's it's not like this guy's 38 39 he's making four million last year four million last year uh on a one-year deal that's with the big Pittsburgh. problem right mm -hmm. these players they're, they're making some coins yeah and that that's probably what's keeping them off the board like thomas fleischman was making 4.5 yeah, they're probably going to have to take a, you know, you're going to have to swallow your pride a little bit. And if you want to play, then you're going to have to, you know, I, I think all these guys, it's just going to be like a show me kind of a deal, right? Where it's like, yeah, you know, we'll give you a shot one year at whatever, three million. Um, Cody Franzen's still available. He's looking for Jeff Petrie money. Yeah, I think Franzen, that's why he's available. He's looking for that kind of money. Or, you know, maybe he's talked to a few teams and maybe... You know, I think what's also going on right now is GMs are being patient. Like, we didn't see any really dumb, stupid signings, did we? Uh, or trades. Yeah, or trades. Like, everything seemed pretty... Um, everyone seemed pretty much in control. 
I don't think they can afford to be crazy anymore. No, you just can't. Not, not with the way the league is this now. That's what happens with Boston, right? When you yeah. throw, when you start giving away all your players and because you, you just can't afford anybody anymore. Right, right. And so maybe maybe he's talked to a few teams and maybe they're just saying, hey, just wait. Because um, apparently that's what's going on with Oduya and Kruger right. in Chicago. That's right. where they're just saying, that, be patient. That's Chicago though, right? Yeah. You'd wait till the last day of, of the offseason just to make that team. Yeah, exactly. And in front, I'm sure Cody Franzen isn't waiting, you know, to hear that from the Maple <laughs> from Leafs Chicago. to rejoin the Maple <laughs> Leafs, you know. Um, and it seems like Nashville's moved on, right? Uh, well, yeah, because he because wasn't, he wasn't he couldn't crack their roster last well, year. Well, yeah, and they're signing everybody anyway. Yeah. So it's like they're signing guys, you know, like Max Reinhardt and. And uh, re-upping, you know, Ribeiro. So if if they're doing guys like that, and friends, and it's still available, it's probably not going to happen there. So yeah, a bit of a surprise. Some of these guys. So I guess you're right. Christian Ehrhoff will probably the most likeliest to sign somewhere if he takes a bit of a, of a haircut. Eric Cole, um, Sergey Gonchar, like you said, probably aren't going to be finding a finding a job mostly because of retirement. Thomas Fleischman. You're saying take a take a haircut, might find some work. Yeah, he might somewhere. Yeah, yeah, maybe Glencross as well. Like Curtis Glencross, sort of. You know, he was good for Calgary. It didn't really work out in Washington, and I'm not. Oli Jokinen's falling from grace, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's how old is he now? That's a UFA right now. Uh, he's getting up there. Yeah. Um, he was making 2.5 last year in St. Louis. Didn't really work out. Didn't have much of an impact on the team at all. Tyler Kennedy and Martin Erat are also UFAs. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of guys out there. But like you said, I mean, there's not a whole lot of room. And, you know, another um, one is Chris Stewart. Yeah, talk about a guy that really... Um, yeah, big time, big time. I mean, when he was in St. Louis, he was... Uh, a, po- a prototypical power forward. Yeah, he seemed very, very relevant there. And went to Buffalo, it just didn't work out very well. And then went to Minnesota, and it just absolutely didn't work out there um so yeah he, he was looking for a big payday and he was making 2.1 last year there's no way he's gonna get and raise on that no no and one guy that we haven't mentioned that uh nobody seems they don't want to touch this guy with the 10-foot pole is a uh, seven. seven alexander seven it's just well i wonder if it's salary or if it's just the fact that he scored like four goals last year. Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of of is this guy really going to take like a one, you know, like a one point a one year like two million dollar kind of a deal. Uh, it's probably a combination of the two. He's always played really well on one year deals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, historically his career he has done that, but um, last year his stock just. I mean, I I don't even know. I I I don't think it's worth much at all. It's not even that joke doesn't even work anymore because it's so sad. It is, yeah, yeah. And I was hearing that sort of with Detroit too, like, oh, you know, Datsuk's there, another Russian, like, give him a chance, and and they just on tr- on that uh, on July first they sent out a tweet. You know, the official Red Wings fan was like, we're not interested in this guy. Um, and it's sort of funny that like all Russians are just supposed to be buddy, buddy and get along. Like maybe they hate each other. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, Markov in, in Montreal is like, no, I can't stand the guy. Uh, just cause they're Russian doesn't mean they're best friends. I don't think it's friends. personal. I think, I think a lot of times it's just like, no, 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 what, no. What I'm does not, he I'm, bring to the table, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not saying it's personal. I'm just saying it's funny that, that everyone's like, wow, you know, there's a Russian on that team. So Oh yeah, so they it must, must like work. each other. Yeah. 
Um, it's kind of, it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like foreigners in a foreign land. It's sort of like us, yeah, being here in Korea. Well, yeah, he, he's Canadian. You'll love him. It's like, yes, because I love everybody I know. <laughs> Hello, meet. fellow Canadian yes, from yes. a different background. Yes, I like, I like you already. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably switch it up to the RFAs. What's available right now in the RFA market? Anything going on? Uh, well, there were a few signings. Uh, Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov, sorry, in uh, Washington. That's right, in Washington. Yeah, he signed a little bit of a, a bridge deal, right? Two years, uh, three million, I think. Two years, three million, uh, which is really good for them. And then Kadri gets the sort of, he got the real kind of show me contract uh, from Toronto. He got a one That's year. Right, that one year, 4.1. One year, right? 4.1 million. And um, uh, you heard all over all over kind of Toronto radio and media that, that Babcock was just saying, look, go out there and show <laughs> us something like this is it. You've got your opportunity. Take it, uh, which is I mean, Toronto's going to get used to this is just how Babcock is. is uh, he just lays everything out on the table. Doesn't matter what kind of player you are, or who you are. He's just saying this is his shot right now because he's going to be their number one center. Right. Like that's that's. Well, it's Bozak or Kadri, yeah, and, right? and it's, so it's got to be Kadri, yeah, talent-wise. And, and not, not to take a shot at Kadri, but like that's just that's how weak they are at the center spot, right? Um, he's just he's going to well, be their number one center. Um, he's gonna. This is his chance, as Babcock said, to be a star player, to be an elite yeah, player in this league. He also league. said there's absolutely no off season. Get your butt in the gym. Yeah, you don't take days better off. Better make sure you're on. Yeah, you better make yeah. sure you're in shape because I'm gonna destroy you if you're not. Yeah, but you know, I mean, there's the carrot there too. He just said, look, I mean, if he goes out and has a great year, then he's gonna put the screws to us, right? Meaning, he's gonna squeeze That's us for all want, the money though. next year uh, yeah. on on a long, you know, a long term deal. And it's going to be a good deal for Kadri. But but this is a big challenge for him, for sure. That's what you want. You want your players to be in a position to be able to to produce and get reward for it. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Yeah, you gotta earn it for sure. I mean Like you don't you don't you don't want to be paying guys less than their their market value. You don't want to be paying guys more than their market value. Yeah. You wanna be paying what they're worth. And that's the way to build a team, I think. I don't think you wanna get guys on a haircut. Yeah, and it's interesting too. Like I don't if Babcock had been there, I don't know. If that FNUF deal really goes through like that, because um, that like term wise, you mean? Yeah, the se- it's seven for seven, right? It was quite the term. Yeah, seven for seven is really high. Uh, I think so. I I'm not sure. I mean, you can also it's great for him. It, it's but... great for for the player, for the individual, for him, for his family, all that. Um, but I don't know. It just it it just it seemed like an awful lot at the time, and now you look at it, and it really seems like an awful lot. And in two and three years, you'll look at it, and you'll be like, "Oh my Jesus! <laughs> like what was in a going way? On? Who do you want? Who do you want to sign up long term? Right? You want to sign up your franchise players long term. I don't know if you want to sign up your second pairing or your one B defenseman. Your, yeah. your second, your second centerman, your second winger. Right. Term. Right. And this is why a lot of guys I've been seeing this week, a lot of guys have been talking about like the, the sort of bridge deal is, is kind of dying where what you want to do now is you want to take your young RFA guys like like um, a Hamilton and like a sod and maybe like a Tarasenko who hasn't signed yet. Like, we'll see what happens there. But, you know, these guys that are like 22, 23, 24 and just just sign them now. Get them now for six or seven years now. Like, don't do the bridge deal for, you know, one to two years for like... Don't do what what Montreal did with PK? Well, but you can make the argument that they got them for longer, 
right? Because that's, because that's the reason why yeah, I think British Shields are be, still because alive. they got him for ten years instead of eight, right? They could have given him eight years, a ton of. Uh, uh, you know, not as much money. They get him for eight years, but this way they were able to keep him, and they got him for ten years because they had those two extra years on the bridge deal. But maybe that's not going to work with everyone, and maybe now uh, GMs, you know, like Sharks, are starting to kind of circle these players, you know, in the water, saying like, "Hey, we're going to offer sheet this guy," which is, you know, maybe what uh, you know the Oilers did. We talked about that with Hamilton, and so they had to deal him. And um, Calgary's like, thank you very much. And boom, we'll sign this guy for six years right off the bat. Uh, why didn't they sign him for eight? Because mm. they can. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's young. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to. Maybe, yeah. Maybe six years is the new bridge. <laughs> you well, know? Because it brings him to UFA yeah. a little bit earlier, right? Well, That's yeah, why he wants yeah, to do it, yeah. right? So, so he can catch in. Yeah, so he can catch yeah. in. So it's interesting. We'll see if uh, how much... You know this. This is going on going forward. You know, next well, it's season happening in Montreal season. right now with Galchenyuk. Right, all they want to do, well, supposedly all they want right. to do. I'm not in the room, but all they want to do is bridge him. But and he's looking for a long term. Yeah. So, but also, you know, at a certain price too. Yeah, I mean, well, that's where it's sort of, you know, you're not going to pay a ridiculous amount for the player. Uh, he hasn't done anything yet, though. You have to bridge him, yeah. don't you think? I think uh, that's the thing, right? He's an unproven commodity. He, but, but, he's, he, yeah. It's not. It's not a hundred percent. He's going to end up. Okay, we're going to talk about Montreal here. It's not a hundred percent that he's going to end up a number one centerman. It's still up in the air. There, there's a strong possibility he will, but mm. are you going to hedge your bet? Or yeah. Are you going to try to go all in? Well, he's he's on this guy. He's definitely more in that that kind of mold of a of a cadre and maybe a kuznetsov right right? but then the other guys like assad who already just you know or tarasenko or a tarasenko or a dougie hamilton like you know the thing with sod is sod's not going to go out and score you 40 goals right you know that but but you know exactly what kind of player this guy is in the biggest games of the year for your team like in these absolute high pressure situations you know he's going to show up he's already done that just so just like tarasenko you know the type of player he is yeah so with those you know what he's going to be bringing like five years down the road but you don't know what Kadri's going to be bringing you don't know what galchenyuk is going to be yeah bringing. yeah those are the guys you, you bridge no i think the other guys you just you you just go for it right you take that leap of faith which maybe isn't that much of a leap of faith right because they're just that good so maybe with those guys that this sort of bridge deals are are over and you just try to lock them up for as long as you can. Yeah, but those reasonably. are the easy ones to lock up. Yeah. The ones that are hard to lock up are the ones like Kadri and Galchenyuk. Yeah. The ones, the, you know, the PK Subban thing was really easy. They, I don't know why they bridged him. They shouldn't have bridged him. It made no made no sense. He was always going to be a hot commodity. He was always going to be worth tons on a trade market for any American market. But maybe there's your argument right there. Because maybe that's what the Habs do. They just say, hey, look at what PK did. So... You know, if you can do what he did in those two years, then we'll give you the 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 money, you know, and then we'll give you the so, term. So we'll give you everything do it with anybody else. Um, yeah, they they did it just to prove a point yeah. to the rest of the team or to the rest of the players coming it, up. It was a gamble. But it's just, uh, the, you know, it was a gamble. Uh, they, Bergeron they gambled in. Well, no, no, they won because they won for no, these for exactly this situation. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They won. They won for future consideration. Yeah. Like for yes. Okay. I see. I see. Your yeah. Point. So so in that sense. In that regard, it's great. And then that's that's if you're the Habs, that's just 
what you got to do. You just got to say. But then, but then they get a, a guy like Gallagher. They know exactly what type of player he yeah. is. They know exactly what what type of player is going to be five years down the road. So what do they do? They don't bridge him. Yeah, and the same with uh, Pacioretty, right? Because they locked yeah, him but up that was for. Yeah, uh, was, was a previous I mean, he, regime though. Yeah, well, that, it was. And I feel yeah, bad yeah. for Pacioretty. He's making like four point five. Yeah, he's he's under he five. Be, he should be making like seven million or more. Well, you look at what Pacioretty gets, and you got to figure he should be getting like Kessel money. You should be getting Kessel money, uh, yeah. and and that and that's why I feel for it. You know, how happy can he be going home? You know, after the season is done, and he's not winning the Stanley Cup, and he's not close to winning the Stanley Cup, and he's going home, and he's bringing four point five, and he looks over, and this other guy who's not bringing the Stanley Cup also is bringing home eight, you know, double his salary. So I mean, it it doesn't work that way too. He can't be happy. Well, obviously he's not happy. He's making McDonald's commercials and selling disgusting uh, burgers. So yeah, but it's got his name on it, so it's all good. <laughs> but it has like nachos in it or something, doesn't it? They give him a flavor. <laughs> Choose whatever you want on it. Put some nachos on it. Get some nachos salsa. <laughs> so you can understand what they did with Kadri. Yeah. And yeah, so big years for those guys. And you know, if they. If they do it, if they hit it big, you know, they get their term, they get their money, and they can, um, they too could sit atop a Zamboni naked, uh, wearing a beanie, <laughs> eating a popsicle. So that's when you know you've made it. Uh, like Tyler Sagan. I, mean, <laughs> I love that he will do pretty much anything. He will. Yeah. ESPN's like body I, issue. Check he, it out. Yeah, but- Tyler Sagan. Yeah. Look, look at look at the personalities that come out though on the guys like look at Chara when he did yeah. it, right? Look at what Kessler did it. When Kessler did it, it was all like check this out. Like, yeah, it it was like male model when uh, when Chara did it, it was like drag. It was like Drago, Rocky Four. Like yeah, I it was break all business. You. These are muscles. Yeah. And then say, <laughs> this is what and, this is what a giant body looks like. Yeah, and ty- and, and Sagan's yeah, sitting on a zamboni naked. Wearing a beanie and he's eating one of those I don't know what they're called like the the red white and blue the rocket the rocket, yeah, the popsicles. rocket popsicles <laughs> <laughs> and he's just licking it away <laughs> oh god well it's gonna bring some fans yep hit the big time yep yep all right take it easy.